Good morning. It's your host, James. James Hunt. And it's Bad Book Club. The first ever episode. I got my coffee. Have you got your coffee? Have you uh, taken all your pills? Have you had your morning broker? Your shower? Have you, like, avoided Twitter? Is there any good news? Any bad news? <sighs> Just forget about it for, like, 20 minutes, hopefully. Hopefully it only takes 20 minutes to do this podcast. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's enjoy a really terrible book together. Um, yeah, so... Just disclaimer, I decided I'm not going to read the books. I'm just going to listen to them because I like reading. I don't want to ruin reading <laughs> by doing this po- dumb podcast. So, um, yeah, so I downloaded a really terrible app, what's well, not audible, because I decided last night, I was like, oh, I'm going to check if they've actually got Gump & Co. on Audible. And they didn't. So, yeah, I'm using audiobooks.com. Uh, I recommend not using it because it's terrible. It doesn't have chapters, what I found out, uh, deep into the book. Um, so, yeah, um, this is the intro. Um, get your coffee ready, if not. Or uh, just sit back, enjoy your journey. Because we're going to hang out and talk about this dumb fucking book. And it is really fucking dumb. Cool. So, well, I can hear my voice. Just going to turn it down. So, yeah. Um, like I said, I've decided to listen to the audiobook. And it's great because it starts off with horrible, goofy music. Like, just think of, like, Southern Sample. Like, just anything, like, Southern. Just, like, really cartoony, like a bit of a banjo. Like, some steel guitars. And it's like, wow. Like, that's how... Uh, it starts um, really horrible, goofy music, and then it starts reading it out, and it's a really <laughs> dumb southern accent reading it. Um, yeah, it starts off with like you know, uh, Forrest Gump's really famous for. Um, have I mentioned that I'm doing Gump and Co. the sequel to Forrest Gump? I might not say the intro. I said it in the f- in the preview, but yeah. So Forrest Gump. Yeah, Forrest Gump, he, yeah, famous for every, life's like a box of chocolates. Um, you never know what chocolate you're going to get or something. Um, yeah, it starts off with another great, great phrase that I'm going to be using uh, all my life. Yeah, so it's, everyone makes mistakes. That's why they put rubber mats around spittoons. I was so pissed off that a minute into it, I had to pause it. Um, to use Google, and yeah, spittoon is just like a big tray you have in public places, apparently, that you spit in, um, I guess, more commonly for, like, chewing tobacco, so, like, really, really fucking, like, stereotypically south. Um, yeah, and then he follows with the line, um, don't ever let uh, anyone ever make a movie about your life, but unlike Imperial Bedrooms, where they use a really good uh, Imperial Bedrooms is a sequel to Lesson Zero by Bright Easton and Alice, where um, in uh, which they made a film of where Robert Downey Jr. plays like uh, a character who dies, and then in Imperial Bedrooms, a sequel, they talk about watching it at the cinema, and Robert Downey Jr.'s character sees himself die on ca- on TV, and it's like it's probably the only rememberable bit of the book. It was definitely his worst 
book. Um, yeah, unlike that, it doesn't use anything hard hitting other than um, he gets a lot of attention, but he's he's broke, so he hasn't got any money from it. But also, like, there's a lot. There's like true films come out all the time, like about people real like real life, like. I don't really think like people get like stopped in the street all the time, especially if you weren't playing yourself. Like Wolf Wall Street guy, like he's probably like capitalized on it, but are people really fucking stopping in the street or like anyone really in those books, in those movies even. Um, yeah, he's still got new uh, money. Um, he mentions um, like it's ten years later, so obviously he's not fast anymore. Like that was. I think the whole uh, deal about the movie. Also, I haven't watched the film in like five years to the original, so I have no fucking idea um, if uh, these are recaps or just like just f stuff thrown in the middle to try and tell you about where his life's gone. Um, yeah, so 10 years later, he's working at a strip club called Wanda, and later, a few lines down, he mentions whilst watching Wanda on the like strip so like Wanda is a strip club owned by Wanda who is seems to be the only stripper who works at Wanda's and um, a fight happens one of it one of them surprisingly in the fight ended up being um, oh yeah he only watches the fight doesn't stop it because it happens three times a day um, one of the, his mates um, from the good old days from the first film Snake who I can't fucking remember is for some reason in the fight um, and Snake is someone who he played football with and he lost American football and he lost the game and that was the reason why Forrest Gump went to Nam and he didn't want to talk about that anymore. He got hit on the head by Snake when he went to say hello as uh, so the Snake hit him on the head with a, with a bottle, I can imagine a Budweiser one, and he went to jail. Someone bailed him out Eventually, they didn't explain who, but someone bared him out. He asked about um, snakes, like, hey, why are you working in Wanda's strip club with the only stripper who runs the place called Wanda? And he's like, oh, my shrimp company um, went bust. And um, he explains why. And one of the reasons why the shrimp company went bust is because he left... He decided that he didn't want to work in the shrimp business anymore. So instead of just like finding a new replacement, he decided to leave the shrimp company to every fucking character in the movie, which in the first one, which was his mum, Lieutenant Dan, and someone who's really good at chess, who I can't really fucking remember. Um, but yes, um, like funnily enough, that didn't work when because his mum died because she's really fucking old. Um, Lieutenant Dan quit and then it slowly like shut down um, he went he turned up and the sheriff had like put like a like um, some sort of poster saying it's closed down um, then this is probably <laughs> when it starts getting so dumb already uh, Lieutenant Dan who I've called LD makes friends with Sue and I, like I said I haven't watched a film in five years but I don't know if this character is in the movie. Um, Sue is an ape. <laughs> an orangutan. Um, um, so, um, yeah, they all quit. But, like, one of uh, the reasons they quit as well, 
like the, the shrimp other than everyone leaving and leaving it to people who don't run a fucking shrimp business the shrimp business shut down because the whole world started to run out of shrimp and he for some reason they say when uh, lieutenant dan quit he drove off in a limo and the only person to answer the phones was sue the ape so yeah um, and then he talks about how he's really sad because he turned up to his shrimp business and nothing's there anymore. Um, he didn't have to pay to get rid of everything. He just, apparently, it all just disappeared. And um, he sits there and tells himself, oh, in his dumb, fake southern accent, oh, this wouldn't happen if my mother didn't die. Okay, so it's your mum's fault, is it? All right. Okay, so yeah, um, he talk. He thinks about Ginny. Um, Ginny apparently has uh, run off with his kid. Does he have a kid? Does he have like anyone listening to this? Can you uh, message me and clear up this mess? Uh, maybe I'll watch the film. Um, does he have a kid called Little Forest? Because apparently Ginny, who I guess is the person who says "Run, Forest, Run." is has run away with his kid and yeah and he's like oh i'm so broke i'm 30 years old i haven't done anything in my life um and he says this is the story of my life um he went back to the strip club snake turned up questions him about his um running he's like hey can you still run really fast and like for a skunk's line i don't know and then Snake's like, wow, basically, <laughs> I'm a quarterback for the New Orleans, New Orleans Saints, which I guess is a pretty well-established uh, football team, but judging by what happens later. But, surprise, surprise, they're really shit at the moment, and um, Gump might be the thing they need. Bloody hell. If isn't his, uh, isn't his luck. Um, pretty laid back, thinking about it, that's what I said. Um, basically... He daydreams about the good old days when he used to play football and American football, that is, not soccer. And, um, yeah, he's like, oh, we, we, we always almost won every time we played. So maybe, maybe it might just work. Um, so, yeah, next day, <laughs> literally the next day, he um, tries to get in um, with a napkin to the New Orleans Saints practice place. What uh, the napkin that snake obviously wrote um, a name on it or like the directions or something or like get me in I'm the next football player and um, the security guard takes it and he's like what the fuck he's like the only person with sense already in this book um, he's like what this napkin anyway I'll, I'll go check it out anyway because I'm a good person I'm good at my job and yeah and then he comes back and he's like come in shaking his head shaking his head. He um, takes him into the locker room, no questions asked, just the guy with a napkin, just gets into the New Orleans Saints uh, locker room. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just having my morning coffee, made by uh, Kieran, my housemate. Um, yeah, then Forrest Gump's just in the room and he's like, well, everyone's tall, I'm six feet tall, but everyone seems to be seven feet tall crazy um not like the good old days and then he says someone official uh turns up tells him snake at his hand wonder how 
probably from punching people in the strip club. Um, he's gone to the doctors, and then the guy's like, you're not Forrest Gump, are you? He's like, yeah, I am. Like, that's how I fucking got in. Um, then the, the guy who looks, I guess, is the captain or the manager or whatever, Alan Sugar of American football, takes, which I thought was pretty uncharacteristic for Forrest Gump to say, to see some clothes and shit. Um, he says he wears the gear, he looks like someone from Mars. Um, then, it, like, then it got really fucking boring. It was like, oh, these, like, just really badly written, like, American football, like, plays and just, like, trying to make, like, some sort of, like, excitement via the sport, which definitely can happen. It was just really badly written. Um, but suddenly, he's doing... <laughs> oh, yeah, and guess what? Forrest Gump's really fucking good. And also, like, other than getting a job via this guy called fucking Snake who gives him a napkin, um, isn't there, like, an age limit? Isn't, like... Is I swear there must be a cutoff. Like, 30... With like definitely a ten year gap, no one's getting hired that way. But anyway, I don't know anything about American football. So yeah, Snake sees him, he's on the sidelines, he's like, Yeah, I can't believe you did it. Yeah, and then he shouts, I'm so happy I went to the strip club and found you. Like, don't shout that out, mate. Um uh, out of nowhere, he's playing um the Giants, who are another big American football team. And guess what? They're winning. Uh, well, actually, um, he, it's like a slow struggle. It's Snake and Gump against the world. It's like they're nearly winning, they're nearly winning, they're nearly winning. Touchdown! And then they won, of course. Um, but during that, um, they, uh, Gump says that uh, um, Snake's getting his uh, leg sewn up because a giant bit of chunk out of it, so... Um, his life's changed. He's winning ten. He got ten thousand dollars for that game, and then they said like that he's got like he's getting paid by one thousand every pass, and then like free every fucking goal or touchdown or whatever. So yeah, he obviously quits Wanders, and then uh, Wanda says, "Well, I I needed a fire anyway because everyone's coming to look at you instead of me." So she's doing a lot. She's now. She's running a business. She's stripping. She has a name on it. And now she's probably cleaning. But, yeah, everything's going great. He doesn't have to work at the strip club anymore. Um, he's like an American football player all of a sudden. He's winning get, and he's really good at it without even any practice. He's the best. Um, yeah, he got a letter from Ginny. No, no, he got a letter from Ginny's mum. Ginny's the character who screams, run, Forrest, run, in the movie. And I think it's a bit of a bitch. I can't remember. Again, how much the film in five years, or maybe even longer. Um, let me know if Ginny's a bitch or not. Um, basically, in the letter... He only remembers the three lines. He said, Ginny and her husband... Oh, he gets a letter from my mum. Ginny and her husband are dead. Gone. Kaput. R.I.P. Um, she said other stuff, but I can't remember. Brilliant. Great book. Great. Um, 
Do you reckon, do, isn't the story like meet halfway in the middle and he's been telling it to someone on the bench and that's when he says the dumb line? I reckon that's going to happen again. Um, then he got really sad and said, and I just wrote, not Ginny in capital letters, or maybe he says, it, big old tears. He has big old tears. Um, Little Forest is with me, but I'm sick too. So everyone's dying, left, right, and centre. Um, he really needs to leave. So, oh yeah, and also she says it really smugly, like, well, come get Little Forest as long as your football is not getting annoyed. So she's been watching. Maybe it's a big scam. Anyway, um, he can't remember how he got there, but he left. Um, nobody, he gets there, he sees Ginny's mum, and she's like, little for us to see what's there, and let's get out of the way. Um, Ginny, no one know, knows how she died, but she wasn't in pain, but she must have been the most beautiful she's ever been, so yeah. Um, yeah, so like, she talks about that. Um, then she tells little Forrest, who's his son. Um, this is before Forrest got there, and when she just died, she died, she just disappeared. Come in and kiss your mum. So yeah, she made little Forrest kiss a dead corpse. Um, and yeah, and she's buried with her dad and her nan. And I was like, what? why is she not, where's, I guess the husband died as well. This was sent a letter. And then she says, um, yeah, the dad died, but um, he died somewhere else. So, don't know what's going around at the moment. They could have explained that. And yeah, he asked to see the like the bed. Um, he sees the bed, thinks about her for a little bit. Then he's like, can I, I don't want to sleep inside. Can I sleep outside? And she's like, yeah, sure, I'll get you some covers. Um, he sit, talks about how it's so beautiful sleeping outside, like while laying outside, trying to get to sleep. But then it rained, but it wasn't cold, don't worry. And then he says he couldn't sleep because of other stuff he was thinking about. It's probably because you're in the fucking rain. Um, talks about how the weather's still bad. Little Forrest is sad. Um, <laughs> Little Forrest talks to him and says, where's Sue? <laughs> the monkey. And, so, and he's like, Sue isn't with me this time, but... Um, he's probably out doing other things, so he's... Did, did he have a monkey in the film? Can someone explain that to me? Uh, he goes to the cemetery, it's really pretty. Um, it's the bit's really boring. Uh, he tells his uh, ex-girlfriend's, dead ex-girlfriend's mom that oh, everyone I cared about is dead. Well... His mum died. She, I guess she died of old age. And um, that's her daughter. So she's probably just as sad, mate. Um, but then, out of nowhere, Forrest is okay. He's like, what? I said it was okay. He's like, that's Ginny's voice. And then he sees her. So, yeah, ghost, so we've already had a monkey. Um, he is an American football player. Um, he goes to prison, uh, like, a, like a jail cell even, and now there's a ghost. Um, and she's like, it'll be okay, it'll be okay. And um, then he's like, but hell, I'm an idiot. And also, did he, in the film, did he constantly call himself a fucking idiot? Like, I swear he didn't, I think that's the thing. You don't really know if you're an idiot, if you're an idiot. But anyway, um, I'm going to be there, and she's like, I'm going to be there for you. 
Um, and then he's like, oh, cool, awesome, and then leaves, <laughs> goes home, and then they're watching the football game. And he apparently, he should be there, but he didn't phone in sick on time, and he basically thinks they never answered because, uh, yeah, he rang when they're on the field. So he, they eventually answer the phone when the match is over, and, yeah, the manager, Alan Sugar of American Football, is like, nah, you're sacked, boy, you're sacked. And um, he's like, but Ginny! And he's like, I don't give a shit about Ginny. Who the fuck's Ginny? You're sacked, mate. And then, yeah, then that's the end of his football career. He says that, it's like, that's the end of my football career. So, just the last bit. Obviously, he's like, oh, I need a new job. I was an American football player. Don't have all that money saved up. I need to, I need to um, start paying for Little Forest. Like, how, how's he going to survive? So he looks in the newspaper, and yeah, he sees a job for a promotional representative. So yeah, that's probably going to be his next job in the next chapter when we talk about it next. So yeah, I hope that wasn't too long, and I hope it was a whirlwind because it was for me. And anyway, have a good day. Bye. <laughs>